to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Hi again, it's Brenda with the Intentional Living Podcast. I have a question for you. Have you ever felt so strongly about something that you just had to insist? You couldn't let it go? Well, that's kind of how Scripture is on some points. Because the content is from God, the writers of Scripture often say, in so many words, I insist. Actually, in Ephesians 4, verse 17, the Apostle Paul says that he insists on it in the Lord. He feels strongly about how God's people should live and should not live. Let's unpack this just a little bit. You know, as I think about it, we could use a little more of this kind of insistence. Socially accepted practices have infiltrated the church to the point that some of Christ's principles and standards have actually been watered down. Even Jesus' followers have compromised and interpreted His messages to serve their own desires and interests. Then, they give reasons and excuses why it's okay to change things up a bit. Sometimes they sacrifice critical issues that God values to sound more current and to be more contemporary. This kind of witness by Jesus' followers to the world is just not effective. Plus, it doesn't give you or me, the believers, the practice that we need in growing and wielding Jesus' character in our lives. Yes, Jesus does give righteousness freely to every single person who trusts Him for salvation. But it takes a lifetime of hard work to hone Christ's character in our lives. As things happen, we need that kind of practice in order to respond well. It's so easy to fall into our old nature. This work of God in our hearts is a must We are told to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. That's from Philippians 2, verse 12. This suggests commitment and respect for God. It takes Him seriously with a great deal of gratitude and a sense of indebtedness. Living the same as those who don't know Jesus is actually disrespectful and dishonoring to God. He went to the cross through Christ, for the very actions that some believers engage daily. His holy, pure, perfect principles have been dummied down into mere suggestions, well, if it's convenient. So, how do you work out your salvation? When you become a follower of Jesus, there must be a complete change All or nothing, even if it takes time to fully adopt, the changes should be observable. And, you know, you could use the example of a baby. Just like it takes time for a baby to learn how to walk, in the same way 
It takes time to learn how to maneuver in your faith. Yet, just like a little toddler eventually gets around and pretty much gets into everything, a growing believer in Jesus should be clearly making progress in Christ-like character, development, and in action steps as they respond to life. Otherwise, you're just a lukewarm, ineffective person and still living in bondage. You were made for freedom. You were made to move around just a little bit like that toddler. Old habits, practices, and patterns need to be put off. This is taken from a passage uh, in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 24. That's kind of what we're talking about today. And putting off certain behaviors is mentioned in verse 22. A Jesus follower who truly loves God will willingly work to set aside old patterns, and they will eagerly jump forward to put on. That's the other. We did put off in verse 22, and now in verse 24, the Apostle Paul is actually talking about putting on. So there's a new, and we eagerly jump forward into putting on new practices that refine personal character and prove the heart. We want our hearts to become holy like Jesus. So it's put off, put on. You work as God works. Your work actually partners with God as He transforms you. So that's where the partnering with God comes in. This is the path to freedom in Christ. Jude verse 21 says, Stay always within the boundaries where God's love can reach and bless you. To put it another way, you need to insist on staying where God wants you. Agree with God. Just insist. Say it. I insist. What does insist actually mean? Well, generally it means to be emphatically firm or resolute about something. There's usually a good reason for that insistence. For example, we mentioned that Scripture says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That sounds like a very strong directive, a kind of insisting. Yet this one little phrase describes the difference between a believer who grows strong and lives in freedom and a Christian who stays stuck in the same place for a very long time. Paul is saying you must no longer live a certain way. That's taken from verse 17 of that Ephesians passage. This implies participation. Yes, on your part, on my part. You don't have to stay stuck with the Spirit of God living inside you. God has given you say-so. He wants you to partner with Him in this new life that He has made possible. In fact, He insists. There is no other way to live a holy life. This is the path of transformation. Have you felt discouraged that your experience seems so futile as you walk with the Lord? Perhaps you sense your understanding of life is muddied always kind of lurking in the gray. You just can't quite figure it out. It doesn't make sense. 
Maybe your reality is different from the life that you thought it would be when you trusted Jesus for salvation. You might not feel very free. Perhaps you feel trapped. Paul is writing to believers in Jesus, not to non-believers. So, apparently, you are not alone in this place. There are lots of other people who are frustrated about these kinds of things. You can be trapped in old patterns. In fact, Paul says in that Ephesians passage that it's possible to be a Christian and still be trapped in old patterns. Hmm, that's interesting. Not everybody will say that, but Paul does. Yet, at the same time, he is as tough as nails on this point. He insists. Interestingly, he then gives an instructional message of hope as he explains how straight-jacket living is because of a kind of ignorance that comes from hardening one's heart. So, he, he branches over from feeling trapped in old patterns, he gets tough as nails and starts to insist, and then he starts talking about, well, Scripture doesn't use this term, straight-jacket living, but that's pretty much what it is. He says that it's a kind of ignorance that comes from hardening your heart. That hardening can be a deliberate choice or, get this, it can result from not deliberately choosing to not harden your heart. That is passive hardening, and it's still hardening. Well, how do we join someone like Paul in insisting? How do you insist? The territory of your soul is where you are forged, and that happens every single day. In your big decisions, little choices, big problems, little irritations, choosing to align everything with God, those are the things where you are forged. In God's training, you learn how to put off and put on. He cleanses the very deep recesses inside you, and He makes you new in your attitudes and in your mind. If you follow his training and carry it out, listen for his voice, and then do what he says, you will notice interesting things starting to happen. You will notice a stability and a balance starts to form in your life. And even though you will still have them, frustrations will start to slip off as far as being able to control you and totally affect you. This is because you are becoming a new person, a new creation. Plus, you can be current and contemporary without sacrificing God's holiness and His message. In fact, the most refreshing believers are people who are current and contemporary without sacrificing anything that would cause any kind of disrespect to God's holy name. Those people have learned how to insist, and yet they've also come into themselves. Chances are they're living in freedom, they're enjoying their unique personality, they're using humor and having a lot of fun, 
Plus, they know how to really roll up their sleeves and work hard when it needs to get done. I have another question for you. Are you willing to practice these new strokes? The strokes that are a part of God's training on how to become strong, how to insist? You need to insist. Literally participate in becoming the new creation that God is forming you into. And you do that by working out your salvation. To become more holy in your character. And when your character becomes holy, you literally do start to respond differently the next time around. Because you're different. You become what you practice. You can be hard on yourself in the right way, and that's a good thing. Why not eagerly embrace this process? Why not insist? The training that God puts you through will actually help you to be an effective, intentional life that others can look at kind of like an epistle where they can kind of read your life. It's playing right in front of them. If you respond to God's training, you will leave a powerful mark on the generation. I call it sometimes the I generation because it's so into technology. That generation is filled with people who need Jesus. Won't you commit to making a statement to this generation? Just say, I insist, and start with yourself. Thanks for listening. Again, this is Brenda with the Intentional Living Podcast. Glad you could join us today, and I hope you have a great week. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.